Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. In this 2024 election year, is there a difference between left and right? Or is it a matter of competent versus incompetent? Or is it a matter of right and wrong? Today we interviewed Dr. Alan Keyes, former presidential candidate. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a returning guest and lifelong friend in politics and in faith. My friend, Dr. Alan Keyes, should have been elected president of the United States when he ran uh, two or three times, but, but here he is today as an expert commenter. Welcome to the program, my friend, Dr. Alan Keyes. How are you today, sir? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. So, such an honor to have you back on the program. Uh, what have you been up to in recent years for people who do not remember, uh, what is your, your bio? Uh, well, uh, for the last few years, I've, I've uh, mainly been concentrating on um, a uh, show that's broadcast uh, over Brighton television uh, called IMTV. Uh, that, uh, and I just talk about current events and things that are going on, uh, mainly in politics and the uh, a world that's affected uh, by it, because I think we're in the midst of an ongoing crisis in that regard that uh, threatens the future of our self-government as a people. Okay, so this is 2024, it is an election year. What are the top two or three issues that are, are right and wrong, left or right, uh, or you have another characterization? Well, I, I think obviously the issue that's most redolent with uh, need to be addressed and, and emphatically uh, is the issue that uh, we're now being subject to an invasion across our southern border in particular uh, that has gone on uh, now throughout the entire Biden administration and that has as its goal, I think, to essentially change the nature uh, of the American people so that they're uh, trying to bring people in uh, who will then be subjected to indoctrination, uh, mainly by uh, obviously leftist Democrats, uh, in order to change what they know to be uh, the real heart of the American people, uh, which as the staunch support for Donald Trump indicates, and their, I think, uh, to totally insane reaction against Donald Trump suggests, uh, they're very worried about. Uh, I think the Democrats realize that they're, they have been losing the country, uh, that we don't really want to go down this socialist road that they represent. Uh, and they're trying to figure out a way to get enough people into this country whom they can dupe uh, into becoming supporters uh, of this, uh, their um, anti-American approach. So I have a question. So um, the electoral math in recent years is that Florida is trending red, they vote for example, for Trump, and Texas is trending red. Uh, but if those two states, with all of their electoral votes, were to flip blue, the Republicans could never again win the presidency. Is that the reason? Is Joe Biden politicizing the border crisis to import 
a, a record number of, of immigrants to those two states in order to change and, and register illegals as voters? Well, I, I think it's going to impact both those states, and, and you could be right in terms of their uh, objective, but they've also been uh, sending people to all different parts of the country uh, because I think they're trying to consolidate a hold which will allow them to essentially impose by electoral means uh, a socialist communist state on the people of the United States, which they would otherwise never accept. Okay. So the, the whole idea of the razor wire at the southern border, the, the governor of Texas, Greg, Greg Abbott, has been ordering his National Guard to lay razor wire just to prevent people from coming off too easily across the border, right? Not that they can't get in anyway. But then the Biden administration went to the Supreme Court who said, no, the federal troops can take down the razor wire. And now 25 states have signed on, we support Texas. We're gonna send our National Guard to Texas to defend the border. But can Biden nationalize the troops? Can he make the Texas National Guard obey as if they are an arm of the federal government, not the state government? Well, technically speaking, he can call the National Guard of any state into the service of the United States. Uh, that would usually be contemplated in the event of some uh, terrible uh, dilemma, crisis, uh, if we're hit by uh, some terrible tragedy in this or that part of the country because of weather or other things. Uh, it also, of course, would apply uh, to an invasion. But this is precisely the sticking point right now because the Constitution of the United States makes it clear that the national government under the leadership of the president should be in charge of defending uh, the territory of the United States uh, and that states have to cede their prerogative in that regard with their National Guard or whatever it might be uh, to his control. Uh, but they caution that the states are required to act according to the president's uh, a mandate, except if they are under actual invasion, right? Except in cases of actual invasion. Well, what, what are we suffering from? We're suffering from an actual invasion that's being sponsored by our president. Uh, and I think that the, uh, the, the implication of that uh, is actually that if he pushes hard and the states resist, well, we're gonna do what we did in the, in the um, uh, 19th century. I think we're gonna have a war. Wow, that's interesting. Not, uh, not uh, There's two wars in play here. There, there's the potential for, as you said, an invasion from Mexico into Texas, which is part of the United States, or a war between Texas and the federal government and 25 other states joining Texas, almost a civil war. It, do you foresee any realistic scenario where shots are fired? Uh, well, it kind of depends, but I, I think unless the states are bluffing, uh, in other words, they are under actual invasion and that invasion is being sponsored by the president of the United States, who is to see to it that the laws are faithfully executed. And one of those laws forbids the entry into the United States of illegal immigrants. He's not enforcing that law. Uh, and so he's in dereliction of his duty because he shall see to it that the laws are faithfully executed. He is not doing so. 
He is in fact subverting the law and doing so in a way that when you look at Mayorkas and these people, they are wholeheartedly committed to that disobedience of the law. So far from doing his job and seeing to it that the law is faithfully executed, a law passed by Congress and duly approved that sets limits on immigration, right? And requires that beyond those limits, people be vetted uh, in order to be uh, uh, admitted. Uh, he has totally abrogated that and has allowed a flood of people to come across the border indiscriminately. Um, I would characterize that as dereliction of duty. He ought to be impeached and removed because he is sponsoring an invasion of the United States. Uh, and we'll see. I, a lot of people in Congress have been talking about impeachment, uh, but the border situation warrants it. Uh, beyond doubt, because he's not doing his job. He's not seeing to it that the law is faithfully executed according to the will of Congress, and he's required to do that. Okay, let's take a short break, but uh, articles of impeachment are now being considered by the Congress against Mayorkas, who is the Department of Homeland Security chief. He's caught lying to Congress, saying that, oh, we're defending the southern border when he knows that he's not. Could he be impeached right after this? This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews, but here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three, you have a coin to remember to pray, and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD, and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. Need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. 
Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter Sunrise Worship Service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Ellen Keyes, who is uh, recording from his home in Tennessee today. Uh, Dr. Keyes, articles of impeachment are now being considered by the Congress against the Department of Homeland Security. Now my question is, doesn't the Pentagon also have a duty? I mean, Northern Command, in which I used to serve when I was in NORAD, um, has a duty to protect America from foreign invasion, but the Biden administration is saying, no, no, that's not the military's job, that is the Department of Homeland Security's job, a civilian agency. Uh, when do the troops have jurisdiction or not? Well, I, I don't think that's the question. The troops never have jurisdiction. The president has jurisdiction. And Mayorkas is simply his tool. And that means the president is not doing his job. It's not Mayorkas who's, who's not doing his job. The president is not doing his job. And when this situation arises and a president is aiding and abetting a policy that he approves, that's being implemented by one of his appointees, you don't go after the appointee, or at least you don't only go after him, you go after the president. Biden should be impeached and subject to removal. We may not get removal in the Senate, but impeachment would certainly occur in the House. He would certainly be impeached. And you take that impeachment to make it the subject of the election, uh, which should kick him out because he is not doing his job. Uh, it says quite explicitly in the Constitution, he shall see to it that the laws are faithfully executed. And if he does not implement the law uh, with respect to immigration, he's in total, complete dereliction of his duty and everybody in the country knows and I think by now acknowledges it. Uh, so I think uh, we should, the Congress should move to impeach and remove the president, should impeach him, and let that impeachment be taken as the subject of the next election, which I think would, uh, if nothing else does, uh, though I think a lot of, of other things do assure that uh, Biden is gone uh, as a result of the vote of the American people in the upcoming election. Wow. Uh, you're not wrong. Uh, we're just trying to, to get to the bottom of, of the policies in place. Is it, is it a matter of incompetence by Joe Biden or is it willful, deliberate action by Joe Biden? Does he know what he's doing? Of course, that's why you have to impeach him. He is not seeing to it that the laws are faithfully executed. He is willfully neglecting his job in that respect. Uh, and he is subjecting the states the border states in particular, but all of America, given the way he's been uh, shunting people uh, back and forth after they uh, come across the border. Uh, he's also uh, been sponsoring an invasion of the country. Uh, and, and, and so on grounds of the invasion, I think you would have to also impeach and remove him because he is derelict in performing his duty, but he is also sponsoring an invasion, which he has fomented pretty much uh, in the course of his presidency. And that's why I think that the, I don't understand why the, the people in Congress are hesitating in this regard. 
The House should simply pass articles of impeachment against Joseph Biden and let those articles be taken to the people in the general election. We, we have a limited time here, and I want your opinion on two other issues other than immigration. What are the moral issues of this coming election and, and why should people care? Uh, well, I, I think the most important moral issue still remains at all times, whether we are still being faithful to the fundamental premise of our country. And that fundamental premise is that we are all created equal and endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights. Understanding those unalienable rights to be obligations to do what is according to the laws of nature and of nature's God. Uh, and I think in so many different ways, the, the Democrat party has now basically uh, uh, jettisoned all that aspect of the founding premises of the country. That's why I call the Democratic Party an anti-American party. It does not believe in our form of government, our way of life. Now, I think we also have to realize that we're not operating in a vacuum in that regard. Because even as the Democrats have, I think, turned as a party against the existence of our self-government. See, a lot of Americans don't realize that. Uh, they, they believe in sham elections. They're Marxist, Leninist, communist style people. Elections are only held to verify what is dictated by the ruling party, right? So the people no longer have a say uh, in their self-government. I think that's who the Democrats are now. They're an anti-American party and they have, from their own point of view, overthrown the government of the United States, government of, by, and for the people. That's why they hate Donald Trump. That's why they went after him tooth and nail, even though he won the election and they had no warrant uh, to go after him. Uh, and they didn't have any regard for that. Uh, and they still don't because they don't have any regard any longer uh, for the fundamental premise of our role as a people. They want to get rid of it. Now, that, of course, has also been stated by uh, these global types uh, at, uh, in Davos, the World Economic Forum, all these people. What are they trying to do now? Uh, uh, most of them and the, the, the key spokesmen are now saying there shouldn't be elections. We don't need elections. We shouldn't have elections. Elections are passe. And, and that means that the whole way of life we have in America needs to be torn down and destroyed. And I think at the end of the day, that's who the Democrats are. They're cooperating with those globalist forces who want to see America gone. Okay, let's take a short break. Uh, just to be clear, as a nonprofit ministry, we are not allowed to, and therefore we do not, endorse or oppose any candidates for public office or political parties. More with Alan Keyes right after this. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry 
needs your support and you can you should donate to it you can also use your promo code pray news and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts a lot of those proceeds are coming right back i'm going to put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. Go to mypillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Dr. Ellen Keyes. Uh, Ellen, you alluded to the rights uh, that are declared in the Declaration of Independence. Life, liberty, and used to be property, but life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's talk about pro-life for a second because Ohio had some pretty strong pro-life laws on the books, but the people, in their wisdom or not, voted for more abortions. And now uh, our recent guest, Janet Porter, was on from Ohio, and she said they're gonna appeal to the Supreme Court on the basis of the 14th Amendment which says nobody shall be deprived of life without due process. Does the US Constitution affirm the right to life that's found in the Declaration, or did the Ohio people get to vote 51% democracy to kill children? Well, I've always made the argument, uh, because I think it's the argument that requires that we reject the whole idea of abortion. Uh, and it combines the premises that you have stated. Um, uh, that you, the Constitution makes it clear that you cannot deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process. Uh, and we are, by the way, acknowledged to be, and this was done all the way back uh, uh, in the time of the founders themselves, it was verified uh, when you look at the, uh, the first Webster Dictionary in 1828, uh, which is taken to uh, um, um, be a representative, uh, of what was the general understanding of terms, right? Uh, at the time that the Constitution was written and being implemented uh, in, I guess it was 1828, when the first edition of that came out. Uh, and what is clear there is that from the moment of conception, the issue of personhood is involved, right? So since you cannot deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process, and abortion does not involve due process, 
a person is involved, see, and this is where people get it wrong. They think, oh, well, the mother can just kill that child. No, that's murder. You can't just kill people. We don't have permission to kill people because they're inconvenient in our lives. There'd be a lot of murder if that was uh, that was the case. And, and obviously, there are a lot of murderers who take it to be the case, and that's why they're committing their murders. But under the Constitution of the United States, no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process. And from time immemorial, from the time the Constitution itself was written, uh, that, that life in the womb, uh, was considered a person from the moment of its inception, right? So it's clear that the life is a person and you can't take it. Got it. Okay, uh, we have just three minutes left. Your thoughts generally about Donald Trump? Uh, well, I, I think Trump uh, is waiting in the wings uh, to try to restore this nation to sanity. Because I believe that the Democrats in their commitment against the form of government that we have um, are from the perspective of the American people and their sovereignty, uh, they are an insane force. Uh, insane meaning in this case, not only crazy, but deeply unhealthy and dangerous to the health uh, of the American body politic. Uh, and so I think a lot turns on this election and I think Donald Trump obviously represents the alternative that whatever people may think of his manners and way of putting things uh, is committed to respecting and maintaining uh, the constitution and laws uh, that have allowed the American people to govern themselves uh, since the inception of the country. And that will do so uh, if he is elected uh, because he will safeguard that rather than seek to undermine and destroy it. Yeah, and when he was president, uh, it seems like he appointed pro-life justices to the Supreme Court. They did overturn Roe versus Wade. He kept a lot of his promises. People know what they're gonna get, uh, and, and maybe the economy would be restored. His, he's campaigning on uh, you know, the possibility of a depression if Biden is reelected, or the possibility of, a, of an economic boom if Trump is reelected, and even Wall Street is no longer objecting so strongly to Donald Trump. Well, I think that's because they have been seeing the consequences of the Biden administration. And the consequences have been impoverishing inflation, right? So that, so that money is increasingly worthless. Uh, they have been out of control in terms of crime statistics and other dangers uh, to people in cities uh, and, and situations all around the country. Uh, they have adversely affected, uh, again, as a result of the debasement of our currency, but also the discouragement of the exploitation of certain things, whether it's the uh, available uh, gas pipeline or th uh, things of that kind. Uh, this administration has been dedicated to trying to force things on the American people uh, that represent their understanding of what has to be done, uh, but that does not correspond to what's best for the country in terms of continued prosperity. And I'm not saying that certain things that people are interested in, whether it's climate and this or that, they can pursue it by ordinary means. But Biden has been trying to force the pace and force it on the people of the United States, no matter the consequences uh, in terms of our economic, uh, social uh, life. And he's been doing the same thing, by the way, in implementing policies that then with the transgender stuff and, and other things, take as their target uh, the integrity of the American family and the role uh, of parents. Okay, our guest has been Dr. Alan Keyes. We're gonna have him back soon. 
Uh, his website, iam.tv. Make sure and watch his TV show for more. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. We need your donations, large or small, to bring you these kind of interviews, PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer, call us today at 866-Obey-God. It's totally free, uh, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's Pray.